When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Can you check your mics there, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Is that me? Am I on? Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, there, Mickey. Oh, hang on. Oh, I see something. Take me back Take me back in Tompton, I tumped in. Have a something with a little bit of something that is something, something. Oh, no. You're not allowed to eat. If you eat now on the podcast, you're going to have fucking people Attacked. tweeting in and t- attacking you and telling you that you're disgusting. Fairness, <laughs> I was that day. I There's was nobody's like a, business. I was like a horse trying to eat a carrot through a gate. There's nothing wrong with that. That sounds actually kind of funny. It sounds like a bit of fun. <laughs> I'd, give that a, I'd give that a look. I'll talk about horses. The ISPCA video, I know I keep harping on about it, but my ISPCA video campaign, I started it, uh, and they're do, they have an ad out, and I had to film. Uh, you know, me sitting down saying, oh, please. Is it a television ad? No, it's like, oh, we're going on the internet and shit. Uh, you know, so it's one of those, me going, oh, please neuter or spay your animals, oh, animal overpopulation. It is no Are joke. Are rapping? No, no, just am I rapping now? I suppose no, I am. The way, you did, the way you did that, I thought you were rapping in the ad. Please, none and spay your animals, animal overpopulation. It is no joke. See? Yo, you know what I'm saying? Nudie your cats, nudie your puppies, cut off the balls. Nudie cats, nudie puppies? Nuda, nuda. It's all about the puppies and all about the kittens. Get rid of the balls. It's all about the balls, not the balls. <laughs> so I did a, a video for them and I look back on it for the first time this week and uh, I fucked it up. What do you mean? I, instead of saying neuter and spay your cats or dogs, I say neuter and spray them. Oh, spray them. Neuter and spray instead of neuter or spay. So that I kind of wrecked it, but obviously they were too nice because you do the shit for free to come back and say, PJ, you fucked it up. You said spray instead of spay. So they put the video out there and now uh, you, I've been looking at the comments and it's like, why are people spraying their cats and dogs? Ah, 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 ah. So, so you just look like an idiot. Yeah, look like an idiot. Sure, what about it? What about it? I always sure, look what, like a fucking what's idiot. What's new? What's new? What is new? What about it? What about uh, it? How are you? Good. Just back from the long weekend, the Kilkenny Cat Last Festival. I have to fucking tell you, it was mad. It was a mad, mad, mad weekend as far as... Uh, just to carry on at people on the streets because for people that don't know Kilkenny Comedy Festival is a huge huge comedy it's very festival very big uh, is and it our biggest festival like you'd know it'll it be our biggest festival? comedy festival okay. yeah definitely by a long shot right uh, and then that was mixed with a championship game where Dublin were playing uh, away so all the people at Dublin were in Kilkenny so Kilkenny probably multiplied in size by about three times and it was fucking chaos on the streets but uh, Grey Ale Festival Kilkenny is chaos of a Saturday night just generally anyway yeah yeah because it's like Hen Party Central and all that shit goes on as well but it was just fucking mad but uh, good old crack great gigs great gigs the gigs went really well I have to take my hat off a bad week as it was for Gorillas last week they really fucking helped me with my stand up they really did thankfully they really did uh, I'm probably going to get shot though uh, because I was chatting about you know Harry did we talk about Harry Harry, Harry was Dublin Zoo was he last week? Did we get yeah, to talk about Harry him on the podcast? And the other one died. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I think I found out how they killed him. Kinahan gang. The Kinahan gang probably shot him because he looks like Jerry Hutch. So they were like, fucking, he's probably the third cousin twice removed or something. They were like, get him. They're killing everyone on the north side of Dublin at the moment. I don't think Dublin Zoo liked that though. Although, <laughs> no, they didn't. But um, yeah, so that was what I had a bit of fun about that on stage. And then, you know, that Japanese family. Did we talk about them on the podcast oh last week? Oh my God. They left no. their kid in the woods. This is the most incredible story ever. Like it is, <laughs> honestly, we were talking about this in work. And it was like, well, he's going to obviously turn up dead if he hasn't been eaten. Like, because he was, it's a bear infested woods. I mean, like, it, that's old school, that's 70s, 80s parenting right there. Do you know something? I think it's, it's fucking grand what they did. No, you can't I drive do. off and leave them. No. Here's the thing. <laughs> Listen, you wanted to shoot a kid last week. So your moral, like, radar and your compass of what's right and what's wrong with kids. The, well, you are you are not going to be asked to be a, a, like a writer for mummypages.ie or something. Okay, here we go. Another fucking per- time where the kid is not to blame. Let's face it at the start, right? The yeah. little fucker was throwing stones at cars at the start, right? Is throwing that, stones. That how it yeah, and the star says, I'm warning you. Now, in Japanese, obviously. So, look at the whatever. Okay. I'm warning you. You fucking keep throwing the stones at the cars. There's going to be trouble. He keeps acting the bollocks. So Mammy and Daddy, they get into the car and they pretend to, to, pretend to drive off, right? Mm-hmm. They come back a couple of minutes later. What sort of fucking moron of a child says, Do you know something? I think I'll go, that's the end of that, Dad. I'll go for a walk. Ah, well, I knew I had to stand up my own two feet eventually. <laughs> and at the tender age of eight, I'm going to uh, do it now. I'm eight years old, seven years old, whatever. I'm going to walk off into the woods and uh, see how I fare. Yeah. Yeah, what sort of fucking mad young fella does that? But that's what kids do. They run, like it's like they my, don't. They do. My they son, sit down and cry they if they've any shite. sense and wait for someone to find them. They, like they're a bit of a one of those kids who don't care. My kid is a year and a half, and he was playing in the park and he runs. And my father-in-law went, "He's grand. He'll come back. Let him run." And I'm like, "Are you? He'll be in time in lakes." Imminently, he won't give a shit. He'll just keep going straight. Meanwhile, in Japan, this kid is just like. Although I know you can't say this about kids, but look, it's the same space as the Dublin podcast. But he did look like an absolute little shit. You know, so you know the kids just look like you're going. He, you know, even his teachers see him coming in. They're like, oh, here's this little oh, shit. big time, yeah. big time. And I tell you one thing: is there a parent? Honestly, ask yourself: is there a parent anywhere in the world that has not at least once looked at their kids and says, "I'd love to just drive you up the mountains and fucking leave you there"? Everybody, my yeah. parents I still no. say that, and I'm thirty-five. Yeah, no, I suppose there is a difference between saying it, thinking it, and actually going and doing yeah, you it. You don't follow through, but they did do it. Uh, but they only did it for a minute. A kid wandered off. The kid they wandered didn't. off. They didn't. They dropped him and they drove off. Like you can't. Like you can. Like at least go and hide around the corner and keep an eye on them. But they drove off. I mean, it's incredible. And I love that his dad is like, "I'm sorry for wasting your time. I'm sorry for. Thank you very much." And he's just like, "Oh yeah." And then and then there was the best bit of the whole story was that the, the child released a statement to say he'd forgiven his father. Fuck off. You see now, this. Do you know something? I've actually decided now. It never happened. It's a fuck. It's too fucking perfect, right? Let's. Do you think it's you, a? Yeah. It's total conspiracy. It's a, there's something going on here because if you think about Do it, you right? Do you think they're selling something? Yeah. Hold on. There's pennies dropping in my head here. Right. Wait, so you've got a kid that gets mm-hmm. abandoned in the wood by his parents, right? Right. And then the army, the whole, the, like you know, the Japanese military couldn't find them anywhere in the woods. And they, then they do find him just a couple of kilometres away in a military base under mm. a bed. Mm. Bollocks. I'm calling it now. Seven the days. The fucking dad planned it with the kid. I bet you they just went to the woods, put the kid in the boot of the car with a load of jellies. Says, shh, say nothing. 
say nothing, right? They drove back to the gaff in Tokyo, left them eating ice cream for seven days where they were having to crack, not a bother on them. And uh, the kid's like, what? Why are we doing this? He's like, because you'll never have to pay for college. Because we're going to release a book, My 12 Days of Hell in the Woods. Where are they from? I, <laughs> I don't know, I can't do it. I'm not going to do in the Japanese accent, so I'm just copying a ninja i seen in a movie once, right? Okay. Uh, so then they release a book in a couple of years. Well, you see, it'll happen about their parents and all. And the dad's like, don't worry, I'll take the hit. I'll be the bad guy. You'll be the millionaire. You look after me in my old age. You'll never have to pay for anything yourself. You'll be worth a fortune. It's a setup. There's no fucking way. They dropped them back to the woods after we shoved them under the bed. I think he could be onto something because, and also he was just a little dehydrated. A little, yeah. He's a weak, a fucking weak, a seven-year-old. A seven days think in the woods it. and they find him and they sing. He's actually grand. There's not a bother on him. Bollocks. Family planned it from the start. Definitely. Like that American family. Do you remember they had the family of the, the they made up the story that a kid went into a hot air balloon and he fucking got taken away. Never heard that. Yeah, yeah. And then it turned out the whole thing was a hoax because the family wanted their own reality TV show. <laughs> yeah. Bastards. That's brilliant. Yeah. What could we come up with? What hoax could we put out there? Like with kids or something? Or uh, dogs or... Well, I don't it's all been done with kids. So the Japanese have ruined that for everyone, but we'd have to come up with something good. Do you yeah. know? And then we could be like across the papers and then we could be on the late lake going well Ryan what really happened to us we're very sorry <laughs> but yeah. you can buy our best selling but book please subscribe to Dublin yeah. if you want to hear the full story the full unedited version of events it's on Dublin podcast yeah. come to Dublin tell all your friends uh, episode 33 by the way Oh, episode 33. Flying and flying, flying and, and flying, flying and, and flying and flying and flying. Still getting there. God, I fudge. You know what? I one thing I hate about the comedy hate festival me. as well. Yeah. Fucking people stopping me and telling me jokes. I fucking hate it. I hate it. Why do people think I'm going? Like, and it's always, come here. Yeah, I'm a good one for you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, gee. And you know the way it's going to go, right? Because they never, they always say, I have a good one. And then you kind of feign a laugh. They never leave it there. They wait for the big laugh. You know, they play out for it. So it's like, sort of, hey, you know what I mean? They give you a shitty joke. Mm. And then you like, you kind of laugh it off. Like something like, what's brown? I found a little boy's pants. Michael Jackson's hands, what? <laughs> You're like, that's, just, oh, Jesus, right? And so you, you ha, <laughs> very good. Very good. <laughs> you know, what the gay horses eat. Hey. You're like, oh, yeah. Very good, yeah. They're generally all kind of racist or... And this is the thing. Yeah. You get to the second one and you're like, wait for it. Oh, wait they have like it. a soft opener. Yeah, wait for it. And then suddenly it's black fella and a goat are walking down O'Connell Street. You're like, I can't. I actually can't. So That's what when you have you to do? go. Yeah. At that point, I normally go, I, re- I have to get to a gig. I'm fucking sorry. I can't. I, just, I can't listen to it. I can't stand there and pretend that I'm going to laugh at those jokes. I can't. For years I did. I used to sit there. Because you're a nice bloke. Like, you're, you're, but you I are. I don't know if I am. But no, but I you are. Like, you pretend to be. Like, <laughs> for people who don't really know you, you pretend. To, like, I've seen you in situations that, I, which I, re- I always refer to you in these situations as the, the Shylock moments that people look for, genuinely look for a pound of flesh off you. They're like, if you could just do a YouTube video naked in your, well, maybe your underpants on and just say, I PJ Gallagher endorsed, wholeheartedly endorsed this product. And you, you entertain them more. What? Like you're not, like you don't do it, but you, in a really nice way, go, fuck off and shove it up your hole. Uh, a lad came up to me the other day and goes, uh, can I get a picture of you taking about my business at the food stall? I was there, yeah, yeah, what's the business? He goes, veal. I was there, I'm, a, I'm practically a vegetarian, <laughs> right? I'm a half practicing. I, I was there, veal. But I don't I do there, veal. I can't, I'm a veggie, like veal, really. And he goes, oh yeah, just a picture. I didn't take you over a fucking veggie. So now he's insulting me food choices. Uh, and I still stood there at a veal counter. Did you get your picture taken? Yeah. You absolute. <laughs> I got a picture taken at a veal counter. And then you it's know a, that he's put it all over social media going, course, there's yeah. PJ Gallagher, loves a bit of loves the bit of veal burgers. Yeah. 
Just miss them. I rapping. mean, I don't. I, yeah, exactly. I don't. I eat meat. I enjoy meat. But I, the glam and veal, I kind of draw a line with them. Yeah, a fucking veal. faces. Veal. And what's the one where you get a goose and shove a hose into his mouth and fucking fill him full of shit? What's that one? Which one? They get a goose and they shove a hose into its mouth or something. They overfeed it. For the liver. Oh, um, foie gras. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? is I, don't, I don't. I'm know. not. I'm not a foodie like the man who ate the mini lobsters. Um, Jesus. Can I? Can we? But yeah. Anyway, fucking shit jokes. I hate shit jokes. Sorry, that's I fair enough. Mean, I don't, that's people okay. are telling me jokes is unbelievable. And then uh, you also get the thing that's happened to me loads of times You're at the festivals. You're today. People, yes, yeah. <laughs> people expect you to be funny all the time. All the time. Just pay the fifteen quid. All the time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on my way to a gig. I'm in a rush. I'm legging it. And then I'll maybe I'll run in and get myself a can of Red Bull or something. You know, give me a bit of pep to the oh, step. Oh, you had an interesting uh, combo the other morning, didn't you? Red oh, did, Bull, yeah. coffee and something else. You're right. Water. An absolute bundle. In a fucking bundle. Uh, PJ, any jokes? Fuck <laughs> But this is it. Like, I walk into the shop to get my coffee and my Red Bull or whatever. And, uh, you know, you're not very funny in real life. I know. Tell, I know. I tell everybody this all of the time. I'm actually, I'm actually just buying a can of Red Bull. I don't know how funny I'm supposed to make that. I don't know how to work with this situation. I'll be honest with you. You know what I mean? When I'm going ready to go on stage, I don't think, right, what did I do today? I bought a can of Red Bull in the local shop. Hilarious. I don't have it. There's nothing there. I'm literally involved in a, in a purchase. That's all it is. That's all the fuck it is. And, and then you're getting criticised. You're not very funny over there. Like, Jesus. Guess what? That's what they call it, an act. <laughs> I get on stage and it's, it's a pre-fucking thing. I, I have roughly an idea what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Funnily enough, he does plan the shows, which I, I even found crazy. Yeah, to a point, like a few minutes beforehand, yeah. Give or take, a couple of rough notes on the back of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, and that was roasting. What a weekend of oh, roasting. It was amazing. So hot. That actually the funniest thing I ever saw in the news it made me fucking piss myself laughing only in Ireland I swear to God Go only on. in Ireland do the HSE the health board have to release an ad campaign to remind people that the sun is fucking hot <laughs> so it's like an I'm actual you though. an Irish health warning the sun is hot don't forget to use suntan oil or not suntan oil suntan lotion lotion. the sun is fucking hot it's gas but people don't believe that in Ireland they will burn like we just we I don't know what it is but we just do not like I was on the beach on Saturday or on Sunday and it was 25 degrees and I was that person for a second so I went oh do I need Oh, you know. Yes. Now, meanwhile, like I had, you know, Ushin covered, obviously, but I, for my own, I'm like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? I, do you know something? Something happens, parents. They they go batshit. I couldn't stop laughing. I saw someone like you in Kilkenny. Oh, Uh, great. I was in the Kilkenny Castle grounds, right? Yeah. Except now she was like you. She didn't look like you, but she was a mama, right? Right. Oh, well, then. Because there's a mama. And she's in the Kilkenny Castle grounds now. The woman was ginger, right? Now, ginger, she was freckly and red. Okay. And she's going to take the sun like I'm going to take to fucking have me dick chopped off. Like, she's <laughs> just not cut out for the sun, right? And she's roaring red, getting redder by the second. Her back of her neck is pink. Oh. She's a good colour for a fish. She's made a lovely salmon, right? And then, at the same time, she's bent over, burning her fucking gills off. She has oil. This kid she has was so slippy, he was like a bar of soap in a prison. You wouldn't have been able to catch this kid. White, absolutely yeah. covered. White, head to toe, white, ears white, sun hat on, the whole gear. You cut this little young fellow. Barely see his fingers, yeah. he's that covered. The young fellow was unbelievable. I think she was actually trying to make him ginger. Yeah. 
Because he wasn't even ginger. But I've like you He'd just probably take a tan. That parents logic that oh, of course I won't get burnt, but you or you'll get burnt. Yeah. Like, or the kids they'll get. Oh, burnt, she's on a one way me. a one way ticket sunstroke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and I, like ironically enough, I did the put on and like what well, something always happens in sun. My feet like got a bit of a colour. I like, got a little bit red, but then it kind of goes, which is again, it's so Irish, right? Bit of a colour. Bit of a colour. Yeah, so, red. Yeah, my my feet went red, and then they kind of just go brown, and my arms go red, and then just go brown. But it never burns. Like it doesn't. It's not like sore. But it's still burnt if it's pink but and red. Of course it is. It's but that's the thing. But it, it's completely. It's as Irish as it gets. Like that is as at like twenty five degrees. I'm on a beach and I sat and you second guessed and went. I mean, do I really need to put on Factor Ten? 15, yes. 20? Of course I do. And Factor Ten's useless as well. You know, only Irish people use Factor Ten. You know, like Australians I mean, don't when even I go believe on it exists. I'll use a two carrot oil. Ah, for fuck's yeah. sake! Oh, I'm Magda. Like, I'm on a one-way ticket to. Can you check that mole? Can you oh, check that mole? Can, oh, I might as well be honest. I'm a Factor Thirty everywhere. Everywhere, every two hours, Factor Thirty. Bang, bang, greasy you boy. And <laughs> yeah, me and your kid. But it's got like and Australians don't even believe there's such a thing as Factor Ten. Like they come no. over, and they look at it, they're like, "What the fuck is that for?" Like that is literally for nothing. That that won't help you do anything. But no. Irish people just we want to get burnt. It's like a determination. I'm like a little piggy on a spit, you know. Like uh, they like, they're just there going, I'm just there lying with, there, literally with Hawaiian tropic carrot oil. You can only buy it in Portugal. You can't buy it here. And lying there. An apple in your mouth. Literally. Get that's it. Happiness is. <laughs> Joey's sitting in the shade going, this is horseshit. <laughs> Hate it. Um, we're speaking of very Irish. Can I do my hero of the week? Yes. So, uh, sorry, but it's GA related because I just think this is the greatest story ever. And this goes out tomorrow. So the result of this or the outcome of this situation, we will know tomorrow. But I don't know today as, as we record. I know right. what you're going to talk about. So Antrim played Meads in the Christy Ring Cup. I think it was Christy Ring Cup. Yeah, the yeah. hurling. Fi- so this is a massive deal for Meads, especially not being not being a hurling county per se, and Antrim not really being a hurling county. Pretty much, that's kind of it's kind of the second. That imagine the if you're English, say for instance, imagine there's Premiership and then there's Division One. So your Division One. You know, you're not there. They don't but get the if highs. you win, yeah. you get promoted into the Premiership. It's that kind. That's exactly. kind of how this works. Perfect, great. So anyway, they get to play in Crow Park as well. It is a big, big deal, right? So bear in mind that the officials, and that's what they are: referees and officials. They are trained for these big moments to play in Crow and this Park. This is small fry shit. This is an no, this eighty thousand seater stadium. Crow Park is their biggest <laughs> stadium. This is a big deal. They're not playing down the local park. Do you know what I mean? Like this is a big, big deal. All the officials are there. Like you know, all the cameras. Everything works. <laughs> everything works. Right. Antrim score a point and it was incorrectly awarded to Meath and then they gave it back to Antrim except they never fixed the scoreboard in Crow Park and the ref never made note of it. Well, that's what they think happened. They they think that he took it but he never put it back in. So anyway, in very Irish terms, it finished the whistle blew. Yeah, and... Meath were the winners. And they presented them with the cup. Yes. Like imagine this is like an FA, a Division 1 cup final or whatever. Yeah. So you've got that they go up to get their medals. They got their medals. They shake In hands Park, with all the officials. Fireworks. There's fireworks. There's press photos. The lot. They go back to Meath with the cup. There's a homecoming. There's a homecoming celebration. There's a homecoming celebration a on party. Sunday night. They, the Hurling uh, Association, Meath Hurling, tweet, make sure you're there. It's, they're all there. They're on the back of a truck, which is very Irish. Everybody's there. Except it was a draw. 
the fucking score was a draw. It was a draw. And the people Meads didn't win. On television knew this. Yeah. The TV coverage they were going, there's definitely this is a draw. We make it out as a draw. And the still the, the Meads said players, that they knew it was a draw. Yeah. The the journalists sitting in the stands knew it was a draw. Now Antrim, in fairness to them, <laughs> Antrim backroom team said they were confused by it. But this is why everybody else is supposed to be doing their jobs. But they just didn't do their jobs. It was a draw, right? So then it's a bank holiday. So <laughs> they don't sit over a bank holiday weekend. No. So they have to sit down now tonight and discuss what they're going to do. So there's talk of a replay. Me, they've been on the piss since Saturday with their win. There was no win. It is a, it's my hero. So that referee is my hero of the week because if you're going to fuck it up, excuse the pun, but fuck it up royally yeah. because that's what they did. Like It was a fucking that, epic. Jesus, Mary In and fact, Joseph. In fact, the GAA as a whole deserve to be heroes. Oh, of the yeah. Week. For that reason. How? It was How? fucking epic, especially when everybody watching. And I suppose Mead now are saying, look, we have the cup. That's it. We won. Yeah. It's not our fault. You can't count. We have the cup. But Mead, you can't count either no. because if you were keeping score you know you didn't win the game yeah. uh, and then they're saying well why don't you just promote both, both teams them, yeah. but you can't the league is but then it's off the, league the numbers is off. don't yeah. sit right that's like saying in the World Cup well, why can't you just let Ireland go even if we don't qualify yeah because Thierry Henry cheated yeah, it's fucking stupid it can't happen the rules of the game as far as I know dictate if it's a draw it's a replay, replay. They don't. Nobody wants the replay. And in fairness, if anybody loves a replay more, it's Crow Park. Crow Park love a replay. <laughs> it's more money. It's more tickets through the door. They're like, yeah, brilliant. Let's have a replay. But you're right. It's, it's an so epic good. fuck up. Oh it's my god, it's my favourite. It's unbelievable. Like, it, it has to go down in the chronicles. Chronicles of uh, I can't say certain words today. Of sports. It like honestly, it blew my mind. And we'll know tomorrow when this actually comes out what the outcome of it is. And that's the thing. It's a bunch of cabbage heads sitting in the GAA and the CCC put, trying to put it together. Going. She says, Michael, I don't know. Well, we can't. We can't. So then they're like, do we have a playoff to promote somebody else to balance out the numbers? Like, it's, it is honestly bravo. Bravo. That's bravo. My, hero, my hero of the week. And like you said, if they do replay it, it can't be in the next week or two. No. Because too much on. the lads are fucking plastered. Yeah. Like, the lads are literally recovering from what they thought was they the win won of their lives. The Christie Ring fucking cup, the biggest <laughs> win of their lives. They honestly thought they've had it. So, Jesus, I don't know. I just thought, and then on Twitter, just all of these tweets then on Sunday night, the Sunday game was on, and they're like, we're in me, then we're celebrating. It's like, you're celebrating a draw. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go that's my hero of the week uh, I can only really pick one hero of the week and it's a very obvious one of course because the, 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 the greatest I reckon oh, yeah, I know you're greatest sportsman of all time to ever live if I picked anyone oh, oh yeah 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 go I on. was going to pick a suit I, you know I was actually going to pick I'll tell you who I was going to pick right hit me was a copper in uh, England called Stephen something I can't remember his second name but he's a hilarious copper right now he's a bit of a portly lad right and uh, he went to stop a car that was speeding Oh, I'm getting on fucking going there. Uh, but he's a bit of a partly lad. Uh, he would try to he tried to stop a car that was moving too fast. Car wouldn't stop, so straight away he goes something up here. So they put the stinger thing out the road. You know the stinger thing? Yeah. Burst all the tires. Lad gets out and starts running. English copper realizes I'm not gonna catch him, <laughs> right? But he does a fucking savage impression of a dog. Right? Did you see this story? No. And then he starts barking. He goes, I've got a dog. Stop running or you'll be bitten by the dog. And he starts going, roo, 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 roo. And your man froze and stuck his hands in the air so the no dog wouldn't attack way. him. Because you know the way the dog will go yeah. for your forearms. Froze, stuck his, and then he gets arrested and your man realised suddenly that he didn't have a dog. Copper's being praised. He's all over Good Morning Britain this morning. Exactly. All over UTV. All over TV. He's taking it to Britain's Got Talent next yeah, year. He's been <laughs> 
What's your talent? Yeah. I could bark like a dog. And he does the fucking bark, right? He's done the bark. I've heard the audio of the bark this morning. And it's hilarious. He sounds like a Shih Tzu or a Chihuahua. <laughs> Is it more like a... Yeah, it's a little laughy fucker. Yeah, he does. Call yappy dog. A little yappy dog. Yeah. He sounds nothing like an Alsatian or Brilliant. a pit bull or a staffy or any dog that would scare the bollocks out of you. But whatever it is, he, he just managed to find uh, this criminal's weakness was obviously anything that had a teeth and four legs, and he just a little yo. And uh, yeah, man, freezes fucking. He's obviously afraid of dogs. The lad too is. That's one fairness. That is good. We will obviously, <laughs> we will you know have an overall hero that is Muhammad Ali because that was what you were going to yeah, say. I was going to say Muhammad Ali. I can't believe like this little Irish white boy. I never ever obviously met Muhammad Ali. Uh, but what a fucking Jesus, man. judging by Twitter or Facebook, you're what a, I'm telling you, everyone's laying claim. I love when somebody dies. Every fucker wheels out. Oh, here I am. Met my, my great grandbrothers, uncles, sisters, cousins. Especially the Irish. We're terrible oh, at that. Oh, we're all arsehole. Now, I do it as well. I know, we're Frank terrible. Frank Kelly died instantly. Put up a picture. Here's me and Frank Kelly. Yeah, no. We, and Scass, we always say, I hope the English don't win the European Cup or the World Cup because you'll never hear the end of it. You know, if the In English fairness. win it, they'll never hear the end. We're fucking... Someone dies. You never heard yet. They were Irish. They were Irish. Obama's (laughs) Irish. (laughs) Muhammad Ali's Irish. Che Guevara's Irish. We actually claimed all of them at one stage. Well, wasn't Muhammad Ali's great-grandfather was Irish? He really fucking go. It wasn't his bollocks. But that's what I'm saying. Wasn't that the line? (laughs) It's like we will find... We were like went across the world and contaminated the world with Irish. That's our thing. It's that we've contaminated the world with Irishness. So therefore, you know... Obviously, Muhammad Ali, Che Guevara, like Obama, everybody's related. Like, obviously, they're all Irish. It's it makes like, sense. You want to be careful. If he was in any way related to Muhammad Ali, he was probably a slave owning fucking shit to bed, yeah. walking around Georgia or something. Hey, man, do what you're told. And then all of a sudden, oh, do you know his grandfather? Yeah. He's Irish, yeah, because he raped his other grandmother's grandmother. Like, you want to be, you know, you can only be so proud of your fucking history. When it comes to this you thing. Do, it, it, you have to be a little bit. But look, we claim we stay claim on most people, but then we lose the head. You know if any type of sporting activity happens and then the British say, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's Great Britain's Katie Taylor. She's fucking so Like, lose. The Brits are very bad at that, <laughs> They though. do do it. Very bad at that. I can but think we, of a good few examples. And it's always when they lose their Irish again, though. That's of what course pisses they are. They'll, they'll only take them when they're winners. Unbelievable. You're right, too, though. Barry McGuigan. Remember uh, that? English. British boxer. Yeah, new featherweight champion of the world, new British champion. And then when he lost, Irishman falls in Las Vegas for the dehydration. It was like, how the fuck can you be that fake? Everybody has been, though. Katie Taylor's been British. Uh, Conor McGregor's been British. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like anyone, anyone who's done relatively well. Because uh, that was that. I remember getting into a fight on Twitter around the Olympics because they so I don't know who it was. And I was like, you've enough of your own medals. You, Great Britain, you've loads of medals. We might get one or two, okay? Yeah, and there'll always be fighters. Such a piss off. So fuck off and leave They're us with a handful yeah. of medals. They're you like, don't... you know the way we see all the coverage on the BBC and they have like, they rack it up, they have all the gold and then they have all the silver and yeah. then they have all of the bronze. <laughs> yeah. And they're just, there's loads of them. And then they have like the USA underneath. And then if we were to do <laughs> that. China. Yeah. And then you have us and it's like a lad with one pin to the centre of his chest. <laughs> fucking deadly. A certificate for taking part. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, back off. Back. Yeah, back off. off. Yeah, leave us yeah. with our medals, you flicking bastards. <laughs> Lovely to have you all along. I actually, do you know what I'm going to do for next week's? Because uh, I was saying, make sure that you subscribe on iTunes and, you know, give us a review on iTunes or you can listen on SoundCloud. But actually, on SoundCloud, it gives us the analytics and it gives us um, the different countries and then the pl- actual places where people listen. Like, we have, we honestly have listeners in. 
really strange places like as in yeah it's great because you have all over the UK which are fine and then you have like the UAE and then oh like this oh, are you okay you reminded me of something I was talking oh, about you okay <laughs> um, but they have like Canada Australia New Zealand UAE Spain Iraq Portugal Greece and Norway Fucking hell. They're the Not top bad. 10 countries. Of course, Hong Kong. So, do you know what? Actually, let's do that this week. Let's do that. For our socks this week, Funky Foot Socks, at Funky Foot Socks, that's their thing on Twitter. We prepare to give away every week. So, to be this week, I think you should tweet us at Dublin Podcast, at Suzanne uh, 4FM, or at PJ Gallagher, and tell us where you are. Where do you listen? Like, what country, what county, what yeah. place? And send us a picture. Send us a picture, there of you go. where you are and you're listening. So it doesn't matter, like if you're in a truck listening to us or somebody texts saying that we're doing a 16-hour shift and work, wherever it is, tweet us a picture, um, add all of us in it and one person will win socks. Yeah, we'll let the funky foot lads send you out a pair of socks. Yeah, Deadly. send the funky that's foot socks. We'll send them out to you. That's the job, that's the job. That's very commercial radio, actually. That's Tell the job. us where you're listening and <laughs> uh, we'll get a pair of socks out to you. Thanks very much. Got news and weather on the way next. <laughs> but anyway, Muhammad Ali. Sorry. We're talking about Muhammad Ali. We uh, always um, digress. I'm really going to miss that lad. I mean, he was just absolutely fucking fantastic. Like, so amazing. Like, he's shaped what sports really became. It's not very often someone comes along and they're so good at what they do that they actually transcend the the entire arena they're in, if you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, that's so true. So people that don't know, like, Michael Schumacher did it with Formula One. People don't know a lot about with Formula One. They know a lot about Michael Schumacher. He's a fella. No, he's not. The he's the guy that unfortunately has oh, a bad gosh, brain injury. Sorry, yeah, but he's won more than anyone else. Yeah, Valentino Rossi did it with motorbikes. I mean, to an extent, Tiger Woods did it with golf. But nobody did it anywhere near the level that Muhammad Ali did with boxing. Nobody in the world. Like, he was a statesman, humanitarian, politician religious guy if that's your thing not really mine but like you know talk about being committed he was just everything he did he was the best at every single thing he did he was the best at you look at the likes of Conor McGregor today and every fighter ever since they all are influenced by him he's in all of them everybody equally says he's the greatest of all time nobody says anything bad about Muhammad Ali he's the one person there's people out there think Nelson Mandela was a bollocks and they love Muhammad Ali I just think he's just unbelievable he's such a huge loss and just the way he spoke the way he presented himself and the he did, you know, going to hospitals in the 60s and giving every kid in there $100 each. You know, that's fucking So this small. is what I was going to say to you. They, they were saying about his fortune apparently was like absolutely extensive. Like it was outrageous. But it, it dwindled so much because he never said no. Yeah. He, anybody he could help, like his family, everybody, he never said no. And he had all of these daughters and then his one son was adopted. Yeah, yeah. So he just had like all of his all of his daughters, and he had one adopted child, which was a son. And he they just leave behind. He leaves behind. I don't know, and I'm not never going to claim. I don't know a huge amount about him. I'm actually going to start reading up because that's kind of probably read a book or two, and that'll be me. But uh, I just I kind of find him fascinating. But do you know what? I think he was he was so different in the sense of for somebody. You know the way now, like we were slagging kind of last week about bloggers and influencers and all that. But I'm all yeah. I'm all into people because, especially as Irish people, we we take the piss out of ourselves a lot because we kind of do it rather as a kind of a defense mechanism. We'll take the piss out of ourselves rather than someone do it for us because we're yeah. we're a nation <laughs> yeah. of piss That's takers. True, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he was kind of the epitome of of the power of positive thinking. Like he was that that kind of module of you see it you vision it you believe it it will therefore it will be it'll and happen. he and it'll happen and he encompassed all of that from it kind of was just way ahead of his time do you know like and even like down to that's my slave name and my name is Muhammad Ali and like, so not going to war you know for not fighting against yeah, and talking about other African American men who were like just basically marched out to their deaths and to be so vocal and be so brave yeah what he, you want to hear what he said Go my on. conscience won't let me go shoot my brother or some darker people or some poor hungry 
people in the mud for some big powerful America and shoot them for what? They never called me nigger. They never lynched me. They didn't put no dogs on me. They didn't rob me of my nationality. Rape and kill my mother and father. Shoot them for what? How can I shoot those poor people? Just take me to jail. Love it. Is there anybody around, anybody of any colour in any sport that would have that sort of commitment to just what they think and not just what they're doing. He was like 20 something when he said that as well. To have that conscience of your mind, your surroundings and the country and the people that run it. Just unreal. That's that's a little bit different. That's incredible. Just unreal. Absolutely. Just the most incredible dude. God, Jesus Christ, I'm going to miss that lad. Never met him. (laughs) Never knew him. Love that. Going to miss him. Do you know what? It's one of the only ones where I will let people go. That's fair enough. Because usually when people give it the L, I'll miss them and they don't know them. You know, like as in they're a pop star or something. I kind of don't get it. But with Muhammad Ali... You're influenced by him. I get it. Everyone in the world is influenced by Ali in one way or another. Ali Boumaye. There you go. There you go. That's that. Well, that's the all-encompassing hero of the week. The all-encompassing hero of the week. You'd have to. Uh, in other madness of the world. Did you see that building a mountain in the UAE? There's that building a mountain. Whereabouts? In the United you, you, Arab Emirates near Dubai. Okay. So they've no mountains, uh, and they reckon if they, they build everything, they don't have don't have ski slopes. Put them in a shopping centre. Yeah, don't have a Palm Island. Build it. They build it. Don't have the tallest building in the world. Build it. Build it. Now they want to build a mountain. They want to build a fucking mountain. I just can't be- get my head around it. They reckon if they build a mountain, it'll cause it to rain more. They need more rain, so they're building a fucking mountain. It turns out you can take the mountain to Muhammad after all. Isn't that unbelievable? <laughs> is it, is it anything religious though? You, is can, it take any... mount, you can take Muhammad <laughs> to, to the, the mountain. mountain. Can't can't, bring, you yeah. fucking can. In fact, it's actually easier to take the mountain to Muhammad than it is to take Muhammad to the mountain. Just build a mountain. You just build a fucking mountain. Is it religious? Is it, do you know what I have, I have to say? On Snapchat, I've got into, so you can go into Ramadan on Snapchat, right? So I've, ed- I've educated myself about Ramadan this week and um, what it's all about and what's happening and stuff. But on Snapchat, Chat, you can actually go in, you know, it gives you different stories oh, live. Look at that, yeah. So you can watch. So it's all these people um, just with their different stories or whatever, they're getting ready to fast or whatever. And it is absolutely fascinating from across the road. So watch that. I'll, just, I'll be honest, I'm so uneducated when it comes to Ramadan. So I'm just like, I want to find out because my brother lives over in Abu Dhabi and he could tell you wrong way around, inside out, and what happens and stuff. So kind of fascinating Jeez, that's very good looking at that Look, I it's a really color. hard Ramadan this year as well because it's longer and it's hotter and because it falls at this time of June oh, really? so it's, it's very it's difficult it's a different time every year it's on the ninth month of the calendar month for them so oh. it's on the ninth month but then they have to I think it's longer this year and then it's hotter because it's June so it's a very difficult Ramadan oh. so they're trying to get to eat but it's so good this so there is you go. brilliant to watch. look at them all sitting there having their big feed before Ramadan starts yeah. getting stuff on their faces having a bit of crack going to bed Ah, this is a great thing to look Good, at. Good, isn't it? So it just gives you a little bit of kind of what's going on around the world Fucking and hell. whatnot. See, this is the power of so That's what's great about social media. Finding out that people... Because if you open a newspaper and that was all you knew about Muslims or Islam, you'd think that the whole fucking place was full of maniacs. Well, you know? see, that's why I think you, it's quite good. It humanises the whole yeah. thing again. You realise, you forget. Like, you know, it's just all, Do you know what I love? It's just like random people, like wherever they are in the world, like Saudi Arabia or whatever, just putting up going, yeah, you know, we're going faster now. It's actually Sunday. funny, you know? You, what, you, you see people on the street all the time now these days now, Muslims will tell you something, you want to watch them, and there's too many of them coming over here, and then as soon as Muhammad Ali dies, he was on all their Facebook pages. You know, probably the most famous Muslim, Muslim of all in the West ever. Muhammad Muhammad Ali, Ali Muhammad, you know, give it, the man who joined the nation right. of Islam, and he's just, and suddenly, he, oh no, he's different though, he's a great fella. Yeah, but... <laughs> 
Did he do it? <laughs> it's good though, huh? Oh, yeah, there you go. Actually, speaking of all things Irish, can I? This is this is a little bit of a rant, right? Oh, um, and then you can do fat shaming after, because I know that that's your one, right? So I, we're in the process. Jerry and I are in the process, bit of a frustrating process at the moment. But this is how this is encompasses Ireland, right? So the land registry office is in town, in Dublin, in town, and solicitor was trying to get in touch with the land registry office to get a map. Now I don't want a fucking treasure map. I just want a map of Dublin. Of no, of the plot where a house is. That's all I want. Oh, where your house is? Yeah, just that's all we need. Just a little map of that little plot of land, right? Not looking for treasure, looking for a fucking treasure map, not looking for need a, a map pirate. of it for, though? Because we need to know the boundary walls and one thing and another. So all we need is literally a digitised map of the... It's not that hard, right? Because the map that they have is from 1972. So we just need an up-to-date map, OK? They have it. Land Registry Office, they have them. They're there. Easy. Three and a half weeks. Three and a half weeks, right? Somebody's working on it. So it hasn't happened. I put on Twitter and Facebook <laughs> on Friday afternoon. Does anybody, because this is Irish, this is the way we have to do it. Does anybody know anyone who works in the Land Registry Office? Literally 10 minutes later, got an email from a friend going, hi, yeah, I know someone who works there, give me a shout. So Joey rang him and he was like, yeah, no worries, got on. And 15 minutes later, we had a copy of said map and folio. Oh, Easy, sake. done, right? Yeah. That is as... It's anything you want to get done in Ireland. You have to know a fella who knows there's, a fella. There's no point in actually going through the official channels. No, well, if you want to wait, if you're not in a rush. Three and a half weeks. And in the space of a Facebook message, a tweet, a phone call, and then I had a copy of them. I'm just like going... I mean, we're not helping ourselves. We're not helping ourselves. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just the red type, the shit, the lack of will. I don't know what it is. About, sorry, there's something about fucking the whole thing. Fucking public TR. servants. Yeah, oh, I know. It's up there with the fucking Lewis drivers. And what do you need a map of your house for, though? Like, what do you have to... Is it, are you putting oh, up a, a long, fence? Or no, what it's the a fuck long you story. A long, boring a comp. Are you fighting with someone? You no, must be fighting no, with someone. I'm not. God, you need a map of your own land you're fighting no, with someone. No, it's not, it's not our land. It hopefully will be, but it, currently it's oh, not. Oh, you're, you're doing a takeover. Yeah, I'm planning. I'm Look planning. You're gonna. Ah, that's my tree, you bastard. Don't worry about the Muslims. It's me you want to worry about. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, animal, animal facts, animal facts. I got I those animal facts, shite. animal facts, animal facts. I got those animal facts. Dun, 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 dun. Now it's not so much a fact to do with the species, but more a fact about animals in Ireland. We got two new lions in Ireland this week. Lions and that? tigers and bears. Oh Kai my! And Kia or something like that. Are they there. Uh, a kind Kia or something like that. Oh, they're oh, catching yeah. it. Look, Is this Dublin Zoo? Uh, no, Cork in Fowler. They've got oh, two I new brand new lions. There. Now, one of the lions is Spanish and the other one is Finnish. Well, no, not. they're from Spain or Finland. That's like saying the gorilla that died is Irish last week. Oh, that is kind of funny. Oh, really? He looks like a gorilla, doesn't it? Charles a banana. How's a banana, there you Get in here. Jeez, nothing looks more Dublin than a gorilla now that I think of it. Uh, but there you go. But one of those alliances from Spain, one's from Finland. Right. I was just thinking, imagine, that must be an, an uncomfortable meeting for the two of them. Well, they don't speak the same language for yeah, starters. Yeah, they don't even have the same. I'm, I just, it gave me a nice little image of two lions. I kind of go, oh, oh, you. Yeah, so the first one would be like, hola. Hola. Yes, uh, me amo. Is no, why is he speaking Italian? Miamo's Italian. Miamo is my name in Italian. Anyway, he'd say hola. It's a fucking lion. You're being very finickety now. Hold on about, about the language. I'm trying to make a point. Right, and you're, you're fucking, okay, so then what would the other one say? A, we're talking about a speaking lion here and then you're giving out because he can't speak Spanish. So he's like, hola. Miamo. 
Leo. Mi nombre es Herbert. You can just see the two of them in a little cage. Gisa look like a cold place. And the other fellow, Gisa look about the warm. And then the leg keeper, because he's from Cork, is like, How you lads? How you lads? We're going to have a great time. Yoto, lions. He's like, how did we end up here? It's an unusual thing to have lions in Cork, isn't it? I don't know, there's something about it. Did they have having... them before? Have they had, like, is there lions? I've never been to photo. I really want to go. I've never been to photo. Never. I'm, see, I'm more of a monkey man, as we know. I, like, you, you put me in a zoo, I'm looking for the monkeys. I, I like a lion. I like a, I love a wolf. Oh, there's uh, wolves and... A penguin can set me on I fire. love penguins. I love a penguin. The penguins, and the penguins are so accessible in Dublin Zoo. They're just there. Yeah. Usually just there. They walk Meerkats. along and they're like... I'm into a meerkat. I could take or leave an anteater, if I'm being honest with you. That's the one with the snout. Yeah, I wouldn't care too much for an anteater. I love a giraffe. I love giraffes. Uh, and a baby elephant. I'd, I'd look a there's baby There's a few elephant. of those in Dublin Zoo as well. Um, what else do I like? I like a bear. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think bears are they're false advertising. What do you mean now? Ah, they look like they'd be sound and they're not. They're cranky and they'd eat you. They're fucking mad. Do you know, jokes, yeah. like you, they look, they, they're what they're putting out and what they're giving. You know, it's like someone giving it all, hey, baby, how you doing? Yeah. And they're not putting out. They're so, like letting on gorillas. Yeah. Aren't they? They're gamey, but they're actually frigid. Yeah. <laughs> As it were. Yeah, I guess there's something about wild animals in Ireland that just feels a bit unusual that they're here at all. I don't know what it is. Well, if you think it feels unusual for you speaking about it, try being said animal. Arriving, as you said, in Photo Island and then just being like... Walking around Cork. Yeah. It must have been like the 80s when the first uh, basketball team from America arrived. We were only talking about that earlier on today. You know that during the 80s in Ireland, we had the second best basketball league in the world for about five years. Oh, right. Yeah, it was just this real brief, weird thing that happened. So uh, basketball took off. It got really popular. And then in Dublin and Cork, they started to import the players from the NBA who didn't make it. But the NBA is so hard to get into. It's like the hardest sport of all to crack. So you're talking about less than 1% of the players actually make it into those big leagues. Okay. And then just under that, people who get called up and just about don't make it, those players ended up coming to Ireland and playing in our league. So we had like some of the best basketball players in the world walking around Ireland in the 1980s. But what you ended up with was... Like, a guy who, like, two weeks beforehand was in Harlem, walking <laughs> around. He's just about to fucking get onto the Knicks or something, you know, about to hit it, drop by the Knicks, and then all of a sudden, don't worry, we got a gig for you, flown into fucking Killarney <laughs> in the 80s when nobody had even seen... even now. When nobody had seen a black man ever. Like, yeah, even black true. and white TV would have been the closest you would have ever seen to a black person. And then you got a seven-foot black person walking around Killarney and... The whole country was like, what in the name of God is going on? Did you see the American? He's fucking huge, like, he's as black. She's as really black, like, I didn't know if it was such a thing, no, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, And they played, and uh, it turned into this huge, incredible league. And in Calesta, around the corner from me, there was another team. I remember going to the gym as a kid to see the black man. I remember going to the gym as a kid. I thought, this is unbelievable. They're playing at St. Paul's School in Rohini. I was told there was two black Americans. I couldn't 
fucking believe it. it was like going to see a rock star like it was like as if Prince and Muhammad Ali themselves had walked in we couldn't believe it we went in just to see it like in the eight, we were so naive and so immature we, we had see, a clue. but it's not even that it was it's naivety and also because I remember for a very brief spell somewhere in primary school I'm thinking around first or second class so we would have been like seven eight ish I remember a little girl came over and she was Indian and her dad was a doctor but they were only here for like she, that was it she literally was here for a couple of months and we used to put her in the middle and sing Brown Girl in the Ring. You didn't? Yeah. Oh but, my but God. It was, cause that was, no, it's just naive. But, we, yeah. but you played totally Brown, naive, you sang, yeah. you did those games anyway. Like you did Brown Girl in the Ring. La, yeah. la, 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 la. There's a Brown Girl. And that it was normal. But then we got a Brown Girl. And you were like, we put her in the ring. Oh shit, well, it makes perfect sense. Can you between. imagine school now, an Indian child arriving in? Because it was a white, ca- there was, that was the only brown child. We were so fucking culturally isolated, it was unbelievable. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine an, a kid, an eight year old kid going home from school today going, how'd you get on today? Did you have a good day? Well, yeah. They put me in the ring and sang Brown Girl. Like, <laughs> Shut down. School be shut the fuck down. Very, like, there's yeah. no way And nowadays, together. in fairness, there wouldn't be an excuse for it. Nowadays, no, it would go, not. you can't be doing that, you fucking arsehole. Everybody wanted to be her best friend. Yeah, yeah. Celebrity. Unbelievable. When you think about it, like, there was no one, there was nobody different. Like, and not that anyone was different, but there was no one different. <laughs> no one different. Everyone was white. Catholic from the area. Yeah. Mom and dad were married. That was it. Actually, it was if you were adopted, that was the weird. It was like, they're adopted. Yeah, yeah. Shh. That was me. And your mother tell you not to say anything. Don't mention it. Oh, they're Don't from the country. Anything. They'd be country people or city people. And that was about we it. We didn't even have. Everybody was from my area. Like, we were the most <laughs> undiverse school ever. Now, thank God, it's different. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? Fuck's sake. <laughs> Fucking hell. I tell you, people that growing up in Ireland now just have no idea. Where it was like, no. it was like, I think Billy Connolly said that if you came to Ireland in the 80s and you were a member of the Ku Klux Klan, you'd walk out, look across and go, see, it does work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. The melting pot changed. And we're thank a lot better looking oh, because of it. We're yes, a lot we better are. looking because of it. Since, uh, like, and I'm not, not just... Inbred. Yeah. <laughs> So I think it was the Polish started riding us first. Did the Polish no, Polish no, start riding us first? No, no, it was the Spanish. If you want to go all the way back, it was oh, the, Spanish the Spanish Armada. Yeah, no, really? They didn't leave us looking the best now. No, they did because they're, that's where the term Black Irish came from. We've, you've heard was that it? term before. Yeah. So that is because the Spanish Armada came in and as you were talking about the ginger hair and the fair skin, they came in and they, they polluted the pot, thankfully. And then we <laughs> so people like me existed. So we had brown hair like me and we had brown uh, eyes and that your skin was a little bit more sallow and then that kind of... So some people, that gene is... Was still very strong, so they came in, um, and the Vikings obviously had made their you know their mark Over as well. The East Coast, yeah. yeah, and so then then obviously then we had like the Polish, Lithuanians. Oh, thank God for them! All of the rest all came in oh, and mixed everything up, God which is a great. Them. Yeah, and then obviously Kenyans and Ethiopian and all of that. So we have oh. a good big melting pot now. But when you when you were if you were younger and you were in like the eighties or the early nineties, you go out in London, you just be like. <gasps> Oh yeah, because you see so many different faces and cultures and religions and all. Yeah. Whereas back in Ireland, people didn't know which kids were there. So like, I think that's mine. That's the jacket I put on him this morning. Take him home. Be grand. Is that you, Michael? No, it fucking is, Michael. I don't live in this house. My name is Porrick. Shut the fuck up. You'll be Michael from now on. You'll be Michael till tomorrow morning. Yeah, you can swap places again. <laughs> yeah, you can go back. 
That's why kids all wear those huge stickers on the first day of school. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, what were your issue we didn't get to last week? No, I was just pissed off because there's all this fat shaming thing going on at the moment and it's fat shaming this and fat shaming that and you can't be fat shaming this and just because I'm huge doesn't mean that I should be made feel bad for being huge and all this. And you go, I know that. I know all that. I get all that. But let's not. We need to stop pretending that being fat is good. It's not. You wouldn't do it with anorexics. You know what I mean? You would never take an anorexic for serious, like if, if she was going or he was going. See, look at me being sexist now. Straight away. An, an anorexic you're person. Your argument's lost completely. Well, I don't fucking think it is. But you wouldn't take, a person who's anorexic is saying, you know, uh, oh, no, no, I'm happy like this. That's, I know, it's totally grand. It's normal. It's like, you know, I shouldn't be made feel bad for what I'm doing. You wouldn't take that seriously. And I know she's probably right to a point, but at the same time, you can't pretend it's healthy. If you're really overweight yeah. and you're swanning around saying, it's grand, I've every right to be you, you, just, you do have every right to be. You do have every right to be, but you can't pretend it's healthy. Like, it's the holding people up and saying, look at how amazing this person is. They don't give a shit what anyone thinks of them. You fucking, See, it's, it's, what if I don't think you look bad? I just think that you're a fucking bad ad and you look like you're going to have diabetes. You know what I mean? You yeah. look like heart, you look like you got heart disease. I don't be looking at people saying you carry on. To, you look unhealthy. I think there's, there's there's a there's a weird line with fat shaming, right? So I think that there's I don't believe skinny, fat, whatever your body shape is. I don't believe you should be targeted based on that. Like, do you know what I mean? I like so I don't believe that you could should just naturally be nasty to someone. Never. Do you know what I mean? So Never. That, you so be I, nasty think, to I think that's where about how they look, what they wear, how exactly. big they are, how small they are. But that's yeah, where the line is. getting My problem blurred. is pretending that it's not a problem. No, but that's where the line's getting blurred. It gets blurred between people saying, "Well, fat shaming is saying you're on." Unhealthy for the, your, your lifestyle is unhealthy. What you're putting into your body is unhealthy. Therefore, you're you're blocking up your arteries, and I would be concerned about your future health because what you're doing is unhealthy. Rather than someone going, "You're a big fat fatty, yeah, fatty, fatty, fatty." But it's funny though because but, I've always been thin, yeah. So people think it's perfectly acceptable to say to me, "Oh, fuck off and eat a Mars bar." But this will is you? the point I'm making, and I couldn't say, "Well, fuck off and stop eating the Mars bars." This is exactly the point I'm fucking making. But it's just it's the it's the exactly line. the point I'm making, okay. and then when you get someone who's agree. big. And you see them on their like big posters, and they call them plus size models. And don't they look great? I don't think they look great. I think they look unhealthy. And then you have these people, and you're supposed to pretend they look great, and then at the same time say, "Oh, childhood obesity is a problem, and childhood diabetes is a problem." It, it's a problem because you fucking see, there, with the, stuff on your plus face or you're your think, kids shit. Yeah, well, I think with the plus size thing, though, that's again, that's another little blurred line because. I, I think that what we believe is the, the line of what a woman's good, like, you know, healthy size is for a woman. It's like, oh, it's, you know, healthy, normal 10. Well, that's not right because everybody's a bit different. So there's a difference between being obese and there's a, being a curvy, beautiful woman. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but some there's a, there's a so certain plus size model so who I'm not going to name that's been around. A bloody line. A bloody a, muddy line. A, yeah, a bloody line. A bloody line. A You're blo- all crossing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's not really funny, but it's just been doing my head in the last few weeks. It's just, I don't know. It's a thing. It's, it's becoming a thing. Yeah, it's it, very much a thing at the moment. It's a, it's a, like it's like everything. It's like fucking gluten free. Do you know, like there's always an in vogue. Sugar is very in fashion at the moment in the health you know, and then know, it'll be something yeah, yeah. else. It'll it be something be. else. It'll but it's some... just like you know, people saying, "Oh, you can't say you can't say that because she's happy." But then if a fat kid says he's happy, you just kind of go, "No, you're not allowed to be happy because I tell you, you're going to have a heart attack at 19." <laughs> so you're not allowed to be happy. Yeah, you're fucking going to die. Step away from the cocoa pops. Yes, yeah, but you from do. The you know when you see? I remember being in uh, 
in Universal, right? This, the irony of this is brilliant, by the way. Um, so I was in Universal and I saw a grotesquely like overweight, obese woman. You know the way they all drive the beep beeps? Oh, the beep, 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 beeps, yeah. right? So she's gone along with her food in her basket. Right now, it's a disability scooter. Yeah, disability Being scooter. Being fat isn't a disability. No, that's another thing I get going. If you're just fat, you're just lazy. That's right? not a disability. That's laziness. So this is like this is Homer Simpson. I wash myself with a rag. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of thing, right? So she's gone along the disability scooter, meet me, and with her food, and then her two kids, her two grossly overweight, obese kids, are toddling behind her. Drinking what can only be essentially as a 10 litre of Coke each, right? Oh, Jesus. So I was standing there and went, just went to Joey. I was like, like, that's just awful. Like, look at their future. Like, they're fucking killing themselves as I was standing there dragging on a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the thing. No, I really, We're all hypocrites. The fucking cheek of We're me. We're fucking like, all hypocrites. I could, Every could one of die us. before them from fucking smoking from cancer. Like, yeah. and I'm standing there going, oh, Fucking awful, isn't it? Anyway, have you yeah. got any marble? And she's looking at you, going, "Never smoke, kids." Yeah, that shit will kill you. That shit will ki- see her over there. She's disgusting. Yeah, so see, we're all go. fucking hypocrites. Every yeah, one we'll of us get is over talking it, won't we? shite. <laughs> and that's what we do every week on the Dublin podcast. Uh, European Cup coming. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and and also, I have another holiday coming up that I want to get help on with people. As oh, well. where are you going? I don't know. You see, remember I asked people to help me last time and I never got an answer, so I ended up doing nothing. Yeah. So. When are, when are you allowed to take holidays? Because you're holidays August 21st of August for seven days okay so, so you want a holiday recommendation yeah, some recommend a holiday anything in particular for one holiday for one person oh. what's wrong with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I need help with that and uh, yeah that's all. No, I don't think I think that's it I think I'm done what would you like to do just so we kind of get a gauge something active fitnessy cycly lifty weighty sunny um, so like go away on a bike oh Camino why'd you go and do the Camino Um. nope that's a no no that's not a no that's not a no at all that's on my bucket list do the Camino but I only have a week you can do it in a week you can't do the whole Camino in a fucking week well Jesus. I think you can do a short version no I'm pretty sure you can you can do like a part of it they, they, you know what I mean it's catered for yeah. I don't know I'm not fucking budget travel <laughs> I'll probably just come out and bike him the fuck oh, up in Dublin mountains on your own like no in France or something well if anybody has any suggestions please get in touch yeah thanks for me um, don't forget to subscribe uh, don't forget to tweet us at Suzanne4FM at PJ Gallagher um, at Dublin Podcast and tell us show us where you listen to the podcast or listen and by the way that's not a fucking invitation like if you're sitting at home, what do you mean by your own selves listening, inter- or whatever. What? Now I just mean as in shows if you're working or what your view, view is or do you know what I mean? Oh, you don't want dick pics, basically. Is that basically, what you're saying? yeah. Yeah, no willy pics, no nudes, no nudes. Oh, just send them directly to PJ. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I can show them. To, I can print them out and put them on Suzanne's laptop. <laughs> Uh, anyway but tell us where you are and don't forget to subscribe uh, and tell all of your friends um, and if you've been listening thanks for much yeah time to talk to you next week boy oh, now fucking heat in this room honest to Jesus I know I'm sweating it's so warm sweating they only just sorted it out last week it was- I think um